0: kxno ken miller trent condon this is miller and condon on des moines sports station 106.3 kxno all right good morning
1: everybody and welcome to miller and condon on a monday it's des moines sports station 106.3 kxno back to local programming well, oh, for the next seven hours, we appreciate you spending at least, the well, as much as you can. Hopefully the whole seven hours right here on KXNO. The BMW of Des Moines guest shapes up like this. We will uh, start to bottom of the hour. Thereabouts, Nick Oson, Iowa State, get the latest on Iowa State, recap the draft, the free agent signings, some Cummings. Uh, perhaps uh, both the uh, men's and women's program and college basketball. If there is, Nick will break it down for us coming up about 11.35. At uh, 12.05, Matt Snyder from CBSSports.com. In his regular segment, we will talk baseball, Major League Variety style with Nick Osen. Boy, the White Sox. Look out. Here they come. They're awful. It was a terrible weekend, but they saved. They saved it at least uh, for one day. Uh, but we'll talk to Matt Snyder about Major League Baseball coming up here at twelve o five, and then Scott Docterman, who's been incredibly busy covering the draft, more than just covering the Hawkeyes portion of the draft. He's been covering it all for the Athletic, uh, and he will join us. Oh, twelve twenty-five, twelve thirty, 12 25 12-30 or thereabouts, with our friend Scott Dockterman, Trent's Plays of the Day, Circus Sports sponsors, before we get out of here at 1 o'clock. So that's the layout of the program. Obviously, an incredible day in sports yesterday with uh, um, history being made on the ice. Uh, Steph Curry doing what Steph Curry does. Um, don't overlook the big fella in the middle, Kevon Looney was unbelievable in that game. With the rebounding, they had no, no, no answer for the 21 boards that he was able uh, to pull down in that game yesterday. But Curry was Curry with a 50 spot. Um, Good stuff. Really busy weekend in sports. Draft comes and goes. 300,000 people in Kansas City. 12 million people watching it. I agree with Todd McShay. Uh, there needs to be at least a bit of a movement for Mel Kuyper to get acknowledged as the father of the draft, and therefore does that make him eligible for Canton? Don't know if there is such a wing. There is a media wing, isn't
2: there? There is, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, what he's done for this this event and the mock I mean, the people, Matt Miller, for for instance, a perfect example, right? His protege and all the people out there that mock draft for a Not sure they do it for a living, but part of their responsibility. Maybe for a living. Some do.
2: I'm going to guess Matt Miller. That's how he makes No, that's how he does, for
1: sure. Um, but, but what Kuiper has meant to this NFL draft, I think he's finally getting recognized for the you know what what he means to uh, this weekend. Anyways, you were in Kansas City for part of it, certainly Thursday and part of things on Friday. Uh, remarkable event, and um, I don't think that there was a real surprise. Merriweather not getting drafted, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what were your takeaways from the locals first of all?
2: Well, starting right there with Merriweather, talk about a perfect spot. No, oh, yeah. Well, Tampa only has three safeties. Is that all they have? On their signed roster right Uh now. And when you're not drafted. That's one of the perks that comes with it. Absolutely. You know the other one that people don't realize? You get your money right
1: away. The signing bonus is a guarantee. And And it's yours. It's not like the guys that got picked in the seventh round, they don't get their picks, their money today. They've got to sign, and that takes a while. So
2: the undrafted dudes put the money in the bank ASAP. Him, what, Monty Pontybaum to the Steelers saw that? Yeah, didn't have a fullback on the roster? Right. Now, I don't think he's much of a blocker, which kind of important. Yeah, in that position, sure. Yeah, but we will see on that. I'm going to guess the Steelers probably bring in a veteran or two. Uh-huh. Are there NFL teams that don't have a fullback on the roster? Well, I bet there is. Yeah. There are. Uh-huh. Um, I would bet that, that's, yeah, I would think so. I was kind of thinking through that last mm-hmm. night. Are there really teams that... Just say the hell with it anymore. Yeah. You know, if we if we get goal line, we'll just take our third tight end. Usually it's that mm-hmm. big blocking tight end. Right. And if put we, him down there. If we really think we need a fullback for Who this play. Who was the kid that the... A coon! <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, uh, and he went to where? New Orleans and his... I don't know. I bet there's half the teams don't have a Probably, fullback. Yeah. And I wondered if the Steelers maybe are mm-hmm. one of those teams. But mm-hmm. yeah, the free agent deal. So I, I want to start, though. I got to get your thoughts on Riley Moss. I mean, you lived in Ankeny uh-huh. almost half your life now. Yes. Ninety-five. An A-kitty kid is going to play for your it, team. It's,
1: it's crazy, right, that, that, uh, that he is. Look, Michael Ojemudia was mm-hmm. a, a former Hawkeye that was drafted by uh, by the Denver Broncos. It did not work out. Who's better at the end of their career? Who would you look at and say, Moss or Ojemudia going to have a better career? Well, Moss, Moss was a bigger playmaker. I mean he the was. improvements that he made. Yep. The with the yep. I mean they threw him out of
2: threw him in the deep end of the pool. Right. <laughs> they did, yeah. Sink or swim, kid. And uh, early on he sunk and he did a couple of times. He did, but was able to pull himself uh-huh. out. And we saw what his junior campaign was. And then this past yep. season, where many teams just didn't even throw his direction mm-hmm. very often. I was watching as it happened Friday night. So was I. The ABC coverage. Oh, uh, not me. I was on ESPN. And the no, package. I was on NFL Network at that. Okay. Time. The package, right away, they put up the cry on safety. Really? They're thinking of that. So is this, what I wondered is he goes to senior, down to the senior bowl, mm-hmm. and all the conversation was, he has proved himself as a cornerback. Yep. Most teams see him as a corner. Do you remember earlier in the week, he was one of the stories of the senior bowl? There has not been a white starting cornerback since Jason Seahorn mm-hmm. in 2002. Yeah, with the Giants incredible. Who did he marry? Angie something. Harmon? Was it Angie Harmon? I think you're right. That name rings a bell. What was she in? Like Desperate Housewives Not or sure. something like that? No yeah. idea. I mean, I didn't watch that show, but I'm really digging deep there and could be dead wrong on the name. I top think you of are. It. No, I think you're right on the name wrong on the show. Okay. But uh, 21 years, and as I'm watching the package right away, it's safety. So is that a... The Broncos see him as a safety. and I think the league does, Trent. I think that was kind of the consensus. But that, that- wasn't what the Senior Bowl was. No. That was not coming out of it. It was mm-hmm. certainly more teams than not. thought he was a cornerback. And he showed the fluidity that mm-hmm. you need as a cornerback, the hip swivel, all those different things. Not just the speed, but the things that you need as a cornerback. They saw that. But... That's not the Broncos, is that? No, what you're saying?
1: I, I think when I when I read the, uh, when I read the articles um, on, the, on the Broncos at the Athletic or on ESPN, they list both positions for him. So I wouldn't be a bit surprised if um, you know he might move around. So you got Patrick
2: Sertain, all right. Oh, yeah, that's one side. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> How much depth is there? I know there's not two a other ton. Guys. Yeah. not a ton. Two other guys that I read about yep. last night. Yep. That they said you know, one's okay, the other one's more of a developmental, mm-hmm. and a veteran guy they let go. Slot corner is so important anymore. Uh-huh. I mean, that has to be, for all intents and purposes, that's one of your starting positions. Yeah, anymore. have to slot be. corner, right? Well, now that Tyree kills out of the division, but still, yeah, it's so important in uh-huh. today's environment and the way football's evolved that you have to have really three corners that you're competent, and one of them kind of has to be a specialty guy. So, you know, I, I went down the path of just wondering in their scheme, going from the four three and the quarters coverage that Iowa runs to the three four that Denver does. Does it make more sense for him as a safety? That's that's where you're kind of leaning. He's going to get a chance. Yeah. He's,
1: he's going to get a chance. But I, again, I can't get too excited because I thought Oja Moody was going to be a good uh, pro, and he has not been. Right. And they both played the, the same now. position. Yes. Uh, good luck. Um, <laughs> wish, <laughs> Not a whole lot of hope. Wishing the best for you. Uh, Bears had a good draft. We'll get into that. We'll break down more of that. I thought tomorrow we'd kind of focus on the draft a little bit more once mm-hmm. the dust has settled, etc. Maybe get Manasarin back in here yeah. and some of the locals see what they thought of their draft. But uh, it, it's just a phenomenal three days, right? And just even if I wasn't watching it, I had Twitter open or I had uh, uh, the ESPN draft tracker, I think this is what they called it, watched it all day. Um one of the one of those ways. It's it's phenomenal TV. And for Mel Kuyper to essentially have jump started this, yeah, I think that probably there might be a spot for him. It needs a little bit of
2: consideration. Look at the money that the league makes. Look at the money that they make off of this event. The Pro Football Hall of Fame. I, I would love to see a list of what the media wing is. Who's all in it at this point in time? Well, it has it to of- be broad. Well, John Madden's in it, but was John
1: Madden elected was Madden put in it because have his one Super Bowl, his incredible career in the booth, or the video game. Yes,
2: to all of it. I think it's all encompassing. If he doesn't if he doesn't become a an analyst or invent the game, is he in the Hall of Fame? I'm looking right now, there are honorees. So you got John Facendas in there. Should be. Voice of NFL yep. films. Uh, you have Steve Sable. That Should be. There. NFL films. Absolutely. And then you got some guys that reintegrated professional football, the designer of the first football helmet logo, the founder He's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, right. It's different, different guys like that. But I don't see at least this list that I'm looking at right now, an actual media wing, if you will, putting together that media wing, if it happens. But you know, if you put Steve Sable in there, we've talked about Sable before me, yeah. a kid is, in the eighties growing up, is you, is that the old
1: man or is that junior you're
2: talking about? Ooh, I wonder if this I is... think it's the old man. No, this is Junior. Is it what, is was his 11. dad in it too? Because nope. didn't his dad start the company? Started it, but his Junior it... took it to okay, another level. Okay, gotcha. Kind of like Vince McMahon and Vince McMahon Jr. Oh, I didn't realize there yeah. was another one. Yeah, the was old man really? is the one that got everything started. The one that we see today is the yeah, one that... the face of. Yes, took it to another I did, level. I did not know that. Trent. Over the last 40 years. And say, it's, I think the same thing here with Sable, as you're talking about the guy that really took it because it was a huge part of... Football fandom, sure. Back in the '80s and '90s, it was a huge piece of of the continued growth Trent, that we. They seen. sold
1: the soundtrack, the NFL, uh, NFL. What was it? NFL Films. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Raider, the Pirate. I yes. mean, those, those are phenomenal.
2: The Bells of the NFL. But if you're going to put him in, yes. Find room for 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 for. for I don't think there's anybody. He'll be an honoree, Yep. Whatever designation. But uh, that that's maybe an interesting off season topic. Let's make a media wing of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And, <laughs> write it
1: down. And who we'd all put in there. Right? Write it down. Let's, let's get it. let's get on the let's get what do you want to do on the ice or on the floor first of all. Well, let's go
2: to the ice because I hit both of those last night. You hit both underdogs. Well, I just played them both on the money line before the game started. Before the game started, just that? thinking, well, if one hits, I'm on the positive. Uh huh. One was plus one ninety two. I think the other one was plus one eighty eight. Just thinking, I get one of them, I'm good. I'm on the plus side, and I just had that feeling mm-hmm. i don't know hockey the same level obviously as you do but it was down 3-1 i told you going in that series with the bruins two wins by florida mm-hmm. against him in the regular season mm-hmm. who they, got into the playoffs on the final day of the regular season
1: and they're just they're certain teams right they're on a roll trent they're on a they, you know who won the president's trophy last year for the most points in, in the nhl Last year It would be those Florida Panthers. Oh yes. wow. So there's talent
2: on that there's team. There's talent too. on that yeah. team.
1: Got, got a new coach. Mm-hmm. Um you could tell that game as it was, un- as it was unfolding. The Bruins were just gripping their sticks tighter than they ever were before. They were, The pucks were bouncing the wrong way. They were making bad passes. They were turning the puck over. All the pressure was on the Boston Bruins yesterday. All of it. And you could feel it. You could,
2: absolutely. And the I'm fans right could feel you, it. Yes. The team could feel it. Everybody felt it. It felt like Fenway, back before they broke uh-huh. the curse, it had yes. the exact same... Tone, tenor, mm-hmm. just that—that that nervous energy, waiting for the inevitable, waiting for the other shoe to drop. It had that feeling oh. in there, and I thought Boston, you know, over the last twenty years has been pretty successful. Yeah, I thought that fan base as a whole was past that. No, it no. showed up again last
1: night. No, you're 100 percent right. Um, how about our buddy Mike Palm? Yes, he had a thousand dollar ticket, uh, a futures ticket on the Bruins at 35 to one. Oh. That's 35 k. That he was feeling incredible He had to at the end of the regular season. They won 65 games. The day, the same day, the team that won the President's Trophy, the most points in the regular season, and the defending Stanley Cup
2: champions bounced. Bounced. Here's another thing I had in my notes for you. And don't take this the wrong way. Okay. I know I'm setting you up here. <laughs> All right. We see this year after year after year in hockey. President's Trophy doesn't matter. Nope. Great team in the regulars. You t- this team is on point. They have everything you need, and they get beat. The flukiness element of hockey. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there's a pretty big part of it, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's just
1: greasy goals, uh, 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 bouncing off guys in front of the net, off um, your own
2: guy, off a of skating uh, in. Happens, happens in the regular season during the playoffs. How do you quantify that part of it? That yes, it evens out. There, there's team A is really good. Team mm-hmm. B is okay. But over the course, even of a seven-game series, flukiness can prevail you know, more times than not. It does. It does. It happens, and we've seen this again during skates. this first round.
1: Yes. Um, just, just. Did you see in Edmonton on Saturday night how they how Los Angeles tied the uh, tied the game? Yes. The goalie stick. He's cleared the puck, and his stick breaks. Stick broke while he's clearing the puck, so the puck didn't move.
2: Guy comes in. Thank you very much. Open that. Bing bang boom. Tie game. It's a, a piece of ice. It it's just, just incredible. The yeah. bounces. And that is the one element. I'm sure for you, it's got to be frustrating when it goes oh, against God, you. Yeah. And then the other one, you just got to put a little smile on your Why, face and say, "We got one." Yeah, it
1: means you and the goalie, and 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 you, you snap your stick. You know, I mean, just, just, just crazy. Uh, let's do the NBA because that was a phenomenal performance yesterday out of Steph Curry. But Kevon Looney was Trent. This guy had 21 boards. There was a period of time that there was four, maybe five kings. Every king that was on the floor had the had the uh, backboard surrounded. And then there's one warrior right in the middle of it and who's coming
2: down with the basketball. This is what Looney did after the first two games of the series. Rebounds. 20, 14, 22, 13, 21. Good. Wow. Here's the part that is the most incredible, though. We know he's a big dude that can rebound. He's got yep. athleticism. Yep. How about this part, though? Going back again to that game three. Assists. Nine, six, seven, one in the loss, and four again yesterday. His ability Mm -hmm. at the top of that script and to get Steph going and to get the handoffs right and to do different things—him as a facilitator, right? Kevon Looney, yeah, facilitator. That's the part Uh that is absolutely baffling. Is a guy that can do that? Yes, he's not a point guard. He's not Joker. He's not a guy like Mm -hmm. that either that handles it in the same kind of way. But. His ability to facilitate it when that offense gets oh. going and when Steph gets going. I here's Are the, they favored to beat the Lakers? They are. Because of home court advantage? Home court, and I looked at it last night at Circa. It was a tick higher than I anticipated that it was going to be. And now we get LeBron versus Steph. Oh, my. We get another one of these series, mm-hmm. which is... For The last 15 years, these are the guys, these yeah. are the guys that matter the right. most yep. in this league, and we're going to get it one more time. Here's a series price for Lakers Warriors currently at Circa Warriors minus 150. Really? Lakers plus 130. That's where I was. Really? I thought it'd be 130 min- minus 125 plus yep. 105 maybe on the Lakers, something like that. I was very surprised oh, by yes. it. How huh. can they stay healthy? Going to be a seven gamer. That's the Lakers question that you have if you're going to take that kind of price there. But what a fun series! Mm. What a great playoffs we got. Is Nicholson Nicholson going to show up? Mm. He does. Warriors are in trouble. Warriors. Golden State's in trouble. Well, what they just win by forty when he shows up, right? (laughs) That's right. Oh, (laughs) not a real big sample size this year.
1: Lakers. Warriors. Suns tonight. Oh, Nuggets.
2: The West is wild. The it West is. is wild. Meanwhile, out east, here come the the frickin Miami Heat. Did it again. You just, I, I was on the Knicks. I thought they were going to come out. Mm-hmm. They have problems. Uh, Randall, he's a problem for them. Hart can't shoot. Mm-hmm. That's a problem for them. And this Heat team. You see old Kevin Love with the gray in yeah. his beard, <laughs> doing his thing. Yeah. Then I see some of my friends from high school that are on Facebook say, "Man, he is even more handsome today than he was." A- <laughs> One of my friends put that up the other day. looks a little gray in the beard, apparently. But it's just on and on and on. This Heat's team with Jimmy Butler, turns his ankle pretty significantly. Hey, I'll just keep going. Mm-hmm. He's going to play in game two, isn't of he? Of course. They already stole the game. Yep. You got it minimum your split. Mm-hmm. And he, he is different. He is absolutely just a different, he's a different kind of person. But when he's right, Ugh, and when the lights are the brightest... He takes it to a completely different yeah, level.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, well the um, we'll move on. Well, I'm just guessing we won't because we're going to get talked to Jeff here momentarily on uh, on basketball. Want to save a couple of minutes to do uh, little MLB. Uh, Jeff has been very patient, so let's bring uh, him aboard. Where's my arrow right there, Jeff? Welcome to the program. How are you?
3: We well. First, I want to give a shout out to uh, Tony Finau. Uh, he won yesterday, beating John Rahm four wins. In about 18 months, he's the second hottest player on tour besides John Rom. But I know Ken, you love. John, I know you love uh, Finau, so I wanted to give that a quick shout out.
1: Thank you. Well done. But yeah. I need him in the majors. I had him this week. I, uh, that was a good one. Yeah. Did you? Nice. Yeah.
3: Uh, I believe or uh, Trent. He was second. I mean, the field was a little bit he uh, shallow. Yeah. There,
2: he was, there was only two top 50 players there.
3: Right. Good uh, state. Let's let's, re- let's rewind real quick, if we could, to Game Six. You, know, you guys talked about Rebound and Looney. Well, they got smashed on the, on the glass in game six. And when you went on the road, you come back at home, they're the champion, and how flat and un... They just didn't want to play in game six mm-hmm. it looked like. And that's what Steve Kerr said post-game, which is, which is just craziness. And so you hear some kind of some quotes, what Steve said, hey, if you don't want to play or if you can't get up for game seven, don't come here. And let's go to game seven yesterday. And all the storylines, you know, Steph's not a good leader. Steph gets hurt. Um, Steph can't uh, finish around the hoop in big moments. Steph can't hit big shots. Okay, I'll give props to Looney, but you know what? In the second half, there was not one person, not one, on Golden State that wanted to step up. My boy, Clay Thompson, four for nineteen. Wiggins can't do nothing in the mid range. Um, Jordan Poole nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. But there was one guy. Yeah, one guy. Yeah. 50 points in a Game 7, the most by any player in NBA history. A guy that had bad ankles. He had bad feet. Nike didn't want to sign him to a contract. Under-honor swoops in. He's a champion who won before Kevin Durant. He won with Kevin Durant. He won, again, without Kevin Durant. Steph Curry is the best point guard in NBA history. I don't want to hear about his defense. I don't want to hear about his rebounding. The way he changed the game with the three, the three ball, the way he can create and get to the rack and finish with both hands, we watched in Mm -hmm. in this series. It's time to put full respect on Stephen Curry. He is the best point guard in NBA history. Am I wrong? Hmm.
1: Best shooter. Locked up. Yeah.
3: Now, if you say Magic Johnson.
1: That would be the one. Mm -hmm. That would be the one.
3: Okay, Magic Johnson was a minus defender as well. He was, and he couldn't shoot really worth a lick from the three point line. He had a good mid range, and yeah, he was they, the they both had something the guys. other one can't
1: do, though. I mean, I mean, Curry for sure shooter, but Magic's size at that position
3: was unbelievable. Let me, ask, but let me say this, and I and I already said it once. What did Magic do to change the game? Like Steph Curry changed the game forever mm-hmm. with his three ball, and we talked about Caitlin. Mm-hmm. You know, months before, Caitlin, you know, she that was probably one of her people she looked up to was Steph. Steph changed the game with the three. No one was shooting 28-footers religiously no. before Steph. Nobody.
1: But he's more than that, as you mentioned. I mean, he could put the ball on the floor and find his way to the basket. And that was a huge part
2: of it yesterday. Huge
1: part of it yesterday.
2: And, well, Magic also pulled the league away from mm. having the games on tape delay. The NBA Finals right? on tape delay. That's yeah. pretty big. And he played a five but, in, in game seven one
1: yes, year. Yes,
3: yeah. He, he, against the Sixers, yes, he did when Kareem was hurt. Yeah. But w- when you said that when the NBA changed Tate Blay, I believe that was Magic and Bird tied at the hip that changed that. It wasn't drastically Magic. It was Bird and Magic. It that was tied. Celtics-Lakers. Correct. Yeah. I just think the way Steph, and we talked about Steph LeBron, we can talk about that later, but what Steph has done in the league, people wrote Steph off, guys. And for him to get 50 against a team that's hungry, on the road mm-hmm. and young and don't give me fox was hurt fox is playing out of his mind monk was playing out of the mind and what steph could do in a game 7 and we've never seen it and he's 36 years old and and, yeah. and everyone's talking about oh well are they gonna is clay gonna get traded are they gonna resign they gotta tear it down well let's stop let's let's hold on the tear it down talk we're in it, we're in the second round with the lakers and i believe golden State's second odds still to win the nba finals Let's enjoy this uh, round two. Steph Curry, the best point guard ever. You guys have a good day. Thank
1: you, Jeff. He makes a strong case. Him or or
2: Magic, those would be the two. So Bill Simmons, who wrote the book of basketball, it is, uh, if you're an NBA fan or just a basketball fan, an incredibly long, is an it? arduous read, but it is a lot of great information in there. And when he was putting together his top players, he he called it the pyramid. Did he do it by himself or did he ask for help? I mean, did he go to his buddy Bob Ryan,
1: who covered the league in the
2: 60s? Yes, he, he should have, is one yeah. of my points. Oh, absolutely. And there were plenty of those kind of people in mm-hmm. there. And he did the work. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Now, yeah. this basketball book is a decade old. Okay. And, you know, at the time, LeBron was 20th. Well, now LeBron's in certainly the top 10 and oh, for sure. top five, I, I think you'd argue. So it was Jordan. Bill Russell, Kareem, Magic, Bird. That was the top five. And where where was Wilt? Wilt to six. Okay. Tim Duncan seven. Yeah. Kobe eight. Jerry Rest Jerry West, Oscar Robertson. Do you put So who are you gonna bump off? So, Jesus. So we put definitely LeBron at minimum into the top eight. Yeah. At minimum. Yeah. Do you put Steph there too? You have to. I think you put him ahead, I think you've had to put him ahead of Kobe. I know Kobe's got one more ring. Mm-hmm. But what? One of those teams? He was wow. the best player. That's such a great debate. Oh, it is. That's and, such a great debate because if you're going to if you're going to elevate one, you got to take one off. And when you're doing that, and you're talking about legacy, or LeBron still work to do. Well, yeah. Steph can still, and with those guys, if Steph wins another title this year with the seven seeded team to go on, mm. and or the six seed, excuse me, to win another title at thirty six years old with. Clay Thompson, not the guy mm-hmm. that he once was, mm-hmm. to do it again, to go Trayvon back on Green at this point in your career, yeah, how much more that elevates? Cool, <laughs> right? It's just a lost cause. I mean, yep. Peyton's a great defender and a great athlete. He can't uh-huh. play offensive basketball worth a lick. It's just on, and he's taken this team Jeez. to five. Same thing for LeBron. If he does it again, how much higher does his elevation? Depending on where he is, does he get up to number two behind Jordan with another title, doing it for a second time with the Lakers? bringing a championship to Cleveland, got of reinventing basketball. G- give me his top five one more time again. Jordan, yeah. Russell, Kareem, Rus- Magic, Bird. Russell's got all those championships. 11 and 13 years. Kareem, Bird's got to be on the... Did you, you, you nudge Kareem down a I little bit? think so. Kareem is Longevity.
1: Yeah, and even invented, I mean, the, the skyhook, right? Yes. Um, You know, Jeff talks about bringing some to the game. He brought the skyhook mm-hmm. to the game. That was unstoppable. It was. You couldn't block. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You literally
2: could not block right. him, because if you did, the only right. way you could do it is to run through him mm-hmm. to get to the ball. Look at Chamberlain's numbers. Look at Wilt's mm-hmm. numbers. Um, Not the
1: ones off the court, the ones on the court. Are the ones <laughs> They're both really good. They really are. Yeah. Um, envious in both
2: cases. <laughs> um, it's Will- just what he brought to the floor. But he you know, scored a hundred. But he was also not a team yeah. champion. You yeah. know, you look no, at that's true. Because Bill Russell's teams would All beat of them. him, yeah. And Wilt had well, Bill them.
1: Russell is what's the stat? He never lost an elimination game.
2: Is that what it is? It's something totally whack like that. So we have this set up here with LeBron, LeBron, Steph, and they still got work to do. Whoever gets past it. Who do you like in this series? <laughs> I like the Lakers. Mm-hmm. This is the one that's going to pull me away from hockey. It is, Hell yeah. I
1: I think this is going to be it. Yeah. I think this is the one because it's it's LeBron, it's Steph, these these two guys, I mean generational talents. Both of them obviously really different players. Um one thirty-eight, one thirty-six, and we get to watch these two again go after each other. I mean, we had some phenomenal runs there not too long ago. Now, the three-one comeback in no, Cleveland that was,
2: was crazy. We've seen good playoff series, but they usually ended in the finals. Mm-hmm. Now to get it a little bit earlier on, mm-hmm. NBA's just has to be salivating at this. Oh, without a doubt, <laughs> sort of the networks. Yeah, uh, Casey, welcome to the show. Casey, how are you?
0: Morning, fellas. Got a kind of a two-part question for you just to see your opinions. uh one you know you said uh, uh kareem brought the skyhook to the game what do you think jordan's lasting contribution to the game was that turnaround fadeaway
3: uh, and also yeah
0: okay, what do you what do you think about maybe even saying steph curry was a better player and the fact that Look at Caitlin Clark. Steph Curry changed the game of basketball, mm-hmm. much like Jordan did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Steph Curry also changed women's basketball. No, without a doubt. Yeah. I don't know that.
1: It- that's true. Yeah, that's a good point, Casey. Um, because yeah. you watch Caitlin Clark play, you see Steph Curry. You do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anything, yeah. Anything else, Casey? That's a good call. Anything? No, just, just a couple points I wanted to get you guys' yeah. thoughts on. Yeah, um, look, at Michael Jordan, to me, will always be the guy because he just –
2: the will, right? Yeah.
1: Just, just the the ticker. Tick, tick, tick. And he goes chest.
2: from early in his career, he was the best athlete in the game. Mm-hmm. As he got older, then he reinvented himself. In mm-hmm. case he brought up a good point, of that fade away or he'd get it in the post. Mm-hmm. A guard getting the ball ultimate in the post. leader. That also a, an elite level defender. Yeah, he was a complete basketball player. When we didn't talk about Larry Bird as a complete basketball player. No, he's we didn't great talk shot. about Magic yeah. as a complete basketball yeah. player. Yeah. Michael Jordan he was would a flat complete out guard player. you. Yes. And it didn't matter who it was. Uh-huh. I mean, basically made Clyde Drexel cry. <laughs> because people yeah. there's people, you know, who might be the best two-guard in the league? Yeah. He said, hell with this. Right. Let's see what happens. And completely shut him down, and, so, and they rolled into that series. I, and I took that personally. Yes, right? exactly. That's and <laughs> that's him. He is absolutely built different than mm-hmm. anybody else. A winner coupled with elite athleticism, doing it a multitude of different ways, coming back. Mm-hmm. That was a big part of the story. Three peats, a rarity. Uh, no, yeah. The only time that if he doesn't walk away from the game, are they, we talking eight in a row? I love LeBron, I love watching LeBron play basketball, everything else aside. All the and there's always something extra, it feels like, with LeBron, but I just enjoy back in game six. Is it running? He's smiling and doing all that. Yes, yeah. i just what I'm not a LeBron fan per se, I just enjoy. It doesn't matter who he's on. doesn't matter what jersey he's wearing. I just want to watch him. But he's a physical behemoth. He and is. And you know what else moves him way
1: up in my book? The era that he's done it in. He's done it in the cell phone era, mm-hmm.
2: in the pictures, in the, in the social media era. Uh, and he has has he had a misstep? Oh, there will be some people that will point to a quote here and there. But in a big picture sense, no. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not in the era that he has lived in. Same thing with Steph, right? Yeah, true. It's a good point. Two guys that yep. have done it at the same time mm-hmm. that haven't stepped in it. Nope. You don't hear those kind of stories. And yeah, you hear murmurs, LeBron could be tough to play with. Well, yeah, and you heard the same thing about Jordan. Right. And, but that's okay. And if there were cameras, we would have had so many pictures of Jordan
1: blowing off steam in Las Vegas. Oh, yes. I mean, that's, he loved it there.
2: Yeah. Atlantic
1: that's, City? Uh, those are the two places mm-hmm. he went to get away from it all. Don't Um, hear that about LeBron. No, you don't. You see him at Bronny's games. Mm Mm-hmm. Building schools, putting kids through college. Yes. Is Akron? Is that where he's from? Mm -hmm. Akron? Uh, His hometown. Oh, anyways, we're a ton late. I do not have the keywords, do you? I'll see if I can find them. Because uh, the keywords continue on, and it's time for another $1,000 home run. (laughs) Head to kxno.com right now. You can enter this nationwide contest by inserting the keyword money. It's an easy one. KXNO.com. Money. KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Money at KXNO.com. We'll be back with Nick Olson. Spend a few minutes talking about Iowa State. Uh, Look forward to catching up with Nick. We'll do the same with Scott Dockerman at about 12.30. Between there, Matt Snyder from CBSSports.com. Miller & Condon underway. It's a Monday. Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3. On
0: your side. Now back to Miller & Condon. On 106.3 KXNO, here's Ken and Trent.
1: Seems like yesterday. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. We take you. Right up until 1 o'clock, Murph and Addie come in at that time, followed, of course, by The Drive with Heather and Sean, etc., as they take you to six keywords uh, throughout the afternoon. In fact, we've got another one coming up in about an hour from right now. Well, three Iowa State players had their names called in the NFL draft, one in round one, we know that, Will McDonald, uh, Will uh, Hutchinson, Xavier Hutchinson, round six, and then Anthony Johnson, round seven. Let you catch up with Nick Olson? Uh Covers Iowa State for 24-7 sports. Hello, Nicholson, Trent, and Ken. How are you?
0: I'm doing great, Ken. I was telling Trent I really enjoyed some of that NBA discussion. I uh, I really enjoyed listening to that. I'm a big fan myself.
1: Hard to place these guys, right? Different eras, et cetera. But I think the, the list is right. But what the, what Curry is doing, it's unbelievable. And we as fans, whether you like the Lakers, or you like the Warriors, we're treated to LeBron's team and Steph's team. And away we go in the playoffs again. Good stuff. Well, we appreciate you listening, Nick. And let's get into what we saw in the draft this weekend. Um, I guess maybe your takeaway, it seemed like Hutchinson – Might have gone a little bit earlier. Uh, Johnson, you know, I thought he was going to be a sixth or a seventh. But um, Hutchinson, maybe the surprise that he lasted until that late in the draft. Was it, um, you know, his lack of 40 time uh, that that caught up with him? Or why do you think it happened?
0: Yeah, Ken, I would say that was probably, you know, kind of a surprise to me. I think that I generally had that magic number around three or four players for Iowa State. And I had... X, more in like that late third, early fourth round range, really. I mean, you can't teach that kind of production. Obviously, he blows everyone away when you get to kind of be around and spend some time with him as a person. I would probably say, yeah, I don't think his athleticism necessarily uh, jumps off the page. I actually did speak to a scout kind of throughout his process as well as kind of during the draft. I, I got the sense that was one thing. And maybe a few of those drops added up late in the year. But again, as we've talked about, when you're such a focal point in the offense, I think it's bound to happen. Even the best players in the NFL, that happens sometimes, but that one surprised me. And, and I, I will say about Anthony Johnson, Ken, not only did he kind of get the chance to get his name called, but from what I've been reading and even kind of checking in with a couple Packers guys, a lot of people think he could play pretty early in his Green Bay tenure.
2: Mm, definitely good news there and that willingness that opportunity to stick you know Johnson his versatility too that's got to go a long way. Is the ability and what he showed both as a corner and a safety whatever he turns out to be we talked earlier about you know slot corner and how important that is versatility and an ability to play on special teams got to be big for his chances of making the 53-man roster
0: enormous trend truly I think that you know the ability with the cornerback reps, obviously he played plenty of those, moving to safety, finding success, not being afraid to come up in the run, make tackles. He's obviously gotten his chances in special teams early on as well. I've gotten a little bit more into this stuff as I've, you know, kind of grown and watched more football. And those things are just massive. I mean, you look at a guy like Jake Hummel last year with the Cyclones, special teams not only allowed Mm -hmm. him to make the team with the Rams for a while, but he was playing just about every game. I think those things are really big. I think Anthony Johnson is going to help work just about anyone. And again, similar to Hutchinson, Will, really a lot of these guys from Iowa State and many people in the draft, when you connect with these players and you get some time around them, you really can't help to, but to be impressed. I think that that's a really good spot. And I, I also will mention with Hutchinson, too, I believe the Texans traded up in that spot. They, Didn't get I think they off did. Memory, yep. Yeah, I think it was the Bills that were going to be there. I have full faith in guys like C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryan in Houston. I think he's a guy that should absolutely make the team, and you could see him potentially being a, a fourth. Fifth, maybe third wide receiver in his first two to three years, guys.
1: Um, so let's talk about the. Th- uh, I think there's three, right? There's MJ Anderson who probably should have come back for his uh, for a, a final year because he's going to go to Seattle. Is he get Is, is he a uh, an unrestricted free agent or is he going to Is he one of those tryout guys? Because I think Orion Vance. I think he got a trial, which means there's doesn't come with any money. I think Downing actually gets a check. Oh, where, where is Anderson? Was he signed to a deal, or is he simply getting a tryout?
0: Yeah, Ken, I'm under the impression uh, MJ Anderson definitely is getting some type of deal. I do believe he's a UDFA. I think you could say the same about Trevor Downing. Yeah. I, I can definitely say with Vance, it sounded like, actually, and I was checking in pretty thoroughly that day, both Orion Vance and Colby Reeder, we're hearing from a good chunk of teams. Obviously, Vance decided on the Giants mini camp. I don't believe anything was uh, necessarily official or kind of put out there with Colby Reader, but both of those former linebackers, as well as, of course, the deals we mentioned, we're certainly hearing from a lot of NFL teams. I I wrote about this a little bit after the draft, but I just think, guys, it speaks to kind of the improvement in development, uh, kind of putting together that success for guys to be able to achieve these NFL futures because I didn't realize prior to my time here kind of how massive it was for even one or two players from here to get drafted, and now I feel like three or four is kind of becoming the norm.
2: So who's next? Already looking at next season, 2024 draft. What do you got on uh, guys' potential, hear their name uh, heard in 2024?
0: Yeah, so I will, I'll go ahead and say, Trent, I think this current roster actually has a lot of future NFL guys. Uh, next up, I would Tampa. probably have to go with initially TJ Tampa. Yeah. yeah, I just think that he he could have had potential chances this offseason. I think it was a great chance for him to come back, but he's a guy that will absolutely get his name called. I wouldn't be shocked about a guy like Jirel Brock, and then some of the guys down the line a little bit. I'll go ahead and say I think Jaden Higgins at least eventually makes his way to the league as well. Those are just a few kind of off the top of my mind, guys.
1: Mm, Interesting. Uh, So let's talk of the... There was a a transfer portal entry yesterday from the football program. Hunter, how do you say his last name? Was it Deo? He never really caught on here.
0: Hunter Deo. Yeah, Ken. So he... That's obviously a really good way to put it. Uh, Originally kind of a a star defensive lineman. It was a little bit before my time when he kind of joined uh, the team and was part of that class, but Really good in high school. Made the switch to offensive line here at Iowa State. And, you know, I did a little bit of kind of asking around. Obviously, it can be tough with things like this, and certainly on a a weekend and draft weekend. But I just got the sense, really, he was a name I didn't hear, honestly, I don't think I can say once throughout this spring in Mm -hmm. terms of kind of getting into that top starters, of course, twos, really even threes from the sense that I got. I don't think that, you know, he maybe just didn't, reach kind of some of his potential or some of the potential that he showed in high school and i just got the sense this could end up being the best uh really for him in the long term and then obviously if he wasn't going to to play here with this offensive line i think that shows some of the development pieces and really some of the improvement already under coach ryan Clanton. i know that we spoke about it last week but i do think this offensive line is trending in the right direction that was Definitely kind of one of the bigger names you've maybe seen around
2: here, guys. Good stuff. So uh, one more on the NFL front. I mean, how many Cyclone fans that didn't have a team are just Jets <laughs> <Dest> fans now? <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, it's got to be going <laughs> through the roof. And you got, obviously, Aaron Rodgers going there, but that coupled with mm-hmm. now the two big names that are going to be joining. I'm going to see a little bit Kelly Green, I think, uh, bouncing around mm-hmm. here in Central mm-hmm. Iowa. Yep,
0: I definitely think so, Trent. And it's funny, you know, obviously with New York, that's certainly not a spot that's really ever lacking storylines. I think from any angle, the Jets are actually going to have a ton of interest, not only here with Cyclones fans, ISU fans all over, but I would even say the entire Midwest. You know, with Packers fans, I'm sure they're gonna still have a little bit of intrigue to see what Aaron Rodgers does. The Lazard connection. Brees Hall was on his way to winning offensive rookie of the year. And now Will McDonald, which by the way, I think that shows they really felt he might have been the most complete pass rusher in this draft because when you make a move for a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you're entering win-now mode. And I think that was a strong defense. I believe a top six or seven unit entirely last season. They expect him to come in and play pretty early, kind of making some noise off the edge there.
1: Are the Jets eligible for hard knocks? Oh, I'm not sure.
0: You want to oh, do it? that's a good question. You, you, can't, you, can, you
1: can't have is there a playoff clause in there? I,
2: are the Jets eligible? How good would that Aaron Rodgers. Four NFL teams are eligible. In 2023. For 2023. Lay them on me. The Washington Commanders. S- who cares? The New Orleans Saints. Mm, okay. The Chicago Bears. Okay. And the New York Jets. Oh, ding, ding, ding! <laughs> oh my! This has to happen, right? It, this has to happen.
1: I my headphone fl- unplugged. I didn't hear a word you
2: said. <laughs> you were so excited.
1: Yeah, I was <laughs> actually. That's don't you think? Oh yes, this has to be. This
2: is sl- yeah. Aaron Rodgers for sure. I mean, the Iowa State connections or not? I think I saw two episodes of Hard Knocks last year. Maybe three. Um, it was Detroit last year, right? Yes. I'm with you. The show is losing a little steam.
1: Aaron Rodgers would add a little steam to it. I'll say,
0: <laughs> I'll say.
1: Oh, that that wouldn't that be something, Nick? That just uh, because Brees Hall is going to be a big part of it. Lazard and Rogers are best buds. Uh-huh. They'll be big parts of it. Um, make this it this would be really good. Uh, uh, this yeah. would be really HBO
2: good. make this happen. Hey, Nick, you're from Wisconsin. Are you a Packer fan?
0: I am not. I'm a diehard Chicago Bears. Actually, boy, boy. That'd be
2: that'd be rough living for, uh, growing up in Wisconsin though. With that, huh?
0: Yeah, it was especially in high school. <laughs> yeah, I can
1: imagine. Hey, Nick, one more on potential cyclones drafted next year. Uh, what about Miles Purchase? Because mm. he's flashed from time. I mean, Tampa's. I think Tampa's. Well, Tampa's on a different level, I think. But I think Miles Purchase is in the conversation. How about that?
0: Absolutely, Ken. He's he's an NFL guy in my mind, no question. But he's somebody that I would probably expect. I believe he is a year younger than Tampa. I believe he was a true freshman. When I was kind of getting here here at the end of 2021, mm-hmm. I think Burgess certainly has an NFL future. I would think that probably, you know, it'd be very smart for him to maybe come back. But again, it's early. And yeah. I know that we've seen, I've heard Miles Burgess's name a lot throughout the spring. And it'll be interesting to see. I thought Capone did a great job at corner here. But when you've got a former NFL player yeah. coming in at that position, mm-hmm. coach. You might be on to something there, Ken, quite honestly. Either way, I think we can all agree this should be the best secondary Iowa State has had in at least 15 or 20 years. No, it's the
1: strength of their defense, in my opinion. I mean, it really is. Yeah. We shall see. Nick Olson, 24-7 com. What's coming up this week, Nick? What would you like to promote?
0: Yeah, Ken, this is a, this is a really good week. We continue with the football you know, recruitment updates as things get a little... A little more heat towards official visits here in June, but I've got an article, Omaha Blue, coming out later today, and big basketball fans will have some live coverage and scouting reports coming in the next week or so as well. I'm really excited. Good stuff, Nick Olson. We'll talk to you next Monday. Thank you, Nick. Perfect.
1: Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, good to talk to you. Nick Olson, Cyclone Alert, 24-7 sports, So we catch up on Iowa State and program HBO at the same time. Yeah, that'd be really good. It has to happen. I agree. It's Aaron Rodgers. Who cares about the commanders? Nobody. Their they're name's stupid <laughs> yes. to, to, be, to begin. They should stay the football team. Yes. They'd have, they have an an owner who should be um, incarcerated. Well, and Some maybe of the stuff he's got
2: away with. With what's happening in the ownership, that kind of crosses them out on top of it. So the Bears would be good because it's mm-hmm. regional. Yep. I'd like to see that. But man, New
1: York and Aaron Rodgers, who do you think HBO would rather have? Oh it's no doubt. Right. And Bears are a big market team. They are.
2: We're probably going to be able to get them again. Uh, Yeah. Uh, The Jets. This is one of the few times the Jets really do matter. Right. Right. They got one of the best quarterbacks to ever snap a chin strap. Yeah. He is. HBO.
1: I mean, the phone calls are happening right now. Have to. Have to be. The moment uh, that he came out and told Pat McAfee that he plans to play, and he plans to play for the Jets. (laughs) Uh, That's good stuff. We'll come back. We'll finish up the hour. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. I'm Hillary Condon. Final couple of minutes of the first hour of the program. Plenty of baseball conversation leads off hour number two, one week from today. And then Tuesday and Wednesday of next week, we'll be broadcasting live from Circa in Las Vegas. Yeah. If you'd like to uh, join us, still uh, opportunities, our bank of rooms. We still have uh, some rooms left. Uh, and you've, can you get to
2: Vegas relatively cheap still? Yeah, I just uh just popped it up here. So yeah, you can still get that 30% off your room rate which is Sunday through Thursday and you can yep. you don't have to stay the whole time. You stay 1 day, day right. 4 days, whatever you want to do. Uh you can still go out on that Allegiant flight Sunday night, uh come back it would be an overnight flight on Thursday leaving at 1:20 a.m., stop uh, off in Denver, but you can do it for $203. That's cheap. Yeah. You can still get there. And what time does the Allegiant flight leave on Sunday night? It's like 10 o'clock that That's night. That's really late. I didn't think there was a flight taken off from yeah, Des, had Des Moines
1: International at that
2: time. When we had my wife's birthday out there back in November when we went out there, we had a couple of uh, people that came from Des Moines on that flight. Mm-hmm. Problem is, things get backed up a little bit. Sure. It's already a late flight goes a little bit later, but you still get out up there
1: really, really. So you cheap. land in Vegas, if you leave here at twelve, you land about one or if you leave at ten, you get there about
2: eleven fifteen. Yeah, something like that, Vegas time and mm-hmm. still plenty of time to have fun. And you don't All have to get up in the room? early like we do. <laughs> right. Relatively we have to be on the air at nine. At nine. Better remember, last time we were out there, we had to be on the air at 8. That extra hour is going to be huge.
1: It's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. Well, again, if you'd like to go, we'd love to have you. You don't need to hang out with us. We could simply uh, get you a great rate on the room, but we've got uh, a cabanet stadium swim. And here's another thing I never even thought of. Uh, Circa throws the – they host the official – Um, Golden Night Watch Parties. Oh, that's right. And if you've seen some of the pictures from the last week, the first round of the playoffs, it is a zoo on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So Mm -hmm. if you're in your 20-something, 30-something, and you're still one of those people that like to put that fun meter in the red zone regardless of whether day of the week it is... Yeah. um, You can be in your 40s and still do that. Well, that's... that's what you're planning on doing so I like to have fun all right well is the circus is the place to be love to have you out there and again yes. uh, that's this coming Sunday the room rate kicks in we get there Sunday we're gonna do our shows Monday Tuesday Wednesday before we head back Miller and Condon Twitter account has all the
2: details uh it'd be great if you could join us yeah the links right there just click on it that's where you can get your 30 percent off your rooms you're not gonna find a better time to get out there. We're uh, going to be having a few meetings talking about the upcoming football contests, and we'll have all the details right when we get back uh, a little more as they get closer and closer. They'll be waiting for the schedule. Which, which is the same day we get back. We get back on Thursday, yeah. and they'll be all systems go with the football contest. We I entered both of them last year. You, we'll enter both of them this year. You're going to do both yep, this year? we're doing
1: both. That's good. Yep, going to do both. Uh, Baseball conversation to start hour number two. I I cannot get over the Central Division of the National League. The Pirates are a game and a half in front. The number one seed in the National League is the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Cardinals, everybody's picked to win the division. Well, they're ten games off the lead. Hour two coming up next. Miller and Condon underway on a Monday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.